What you are about to hear is a labor of love. Our love is for the music, and the music is for the people. We at Rockstrikes 10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, and or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels, or hopefully by the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock
Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. Okay, we kick things off on the show today with Joined Together by The Who. That song was a single-only release from 1972, which is what we're doing right here. We're doing the odds and ends of 1972. This is the final part of that before we move on to the top 50 albums of 1972. It's going to be a great list, but we've got one more episode of Killer Odds and Ends for you to enjoy. If you're not familiar with what odds and ends are, go back a few episodes to episode one of this series of 1972. I will explain everything. But yeah, join together. Single only release. You hear it on pretty much all the best ofs, but it was only a single Although it's very Who's Next-esque, which totally makes sense because it was pretty much done around the same time there was an album called Lifehouse, which was an abandoned project, and this was one of the songs that made it through to be recorded because, I mean, they recognized how good it was, but relegated to the single-only release, but it did very well. So here's a great tie into the next song here. The B-side of that single was a Marvin Gaye cover, And as luck would have it, I got a Marvin Gaye song right here ready to play for you in 1972. And this is one of those things that I don't think it really got a lot of love when it was out. It probably did okay. But nowadays it's like regarded as a must-own album. It's another one of those one artist doing all the music for the movie soundtrack, which never used to really be a thing unless you were a score guy. But in light of Isaac Hayes doing Shaft and this other major album that you're going to hear on the album's countdown, no spoilers, there was another movie called Trouble Man, and they got Marvin Gaye to do all the music for that. And there's instrumental tracks on there, but there's also vocal tracks on there. But I could not play this. It's a little obvious if you know it, but we got to go with this one right here. The theme song to Trouble Man, and it is called Trouble Man. So here you go. Here's some classic Marvin Gaye for you. Oh, 
I see some faces, I tackle connections, I dig my dimensions when people say that's okay, they don't bother me. I'm ready to make it, don't care what the weather, don't care about no trouble, got myself together. I feel the kind of protection that's all around Trouble Man right there, the theme song to the movie of the same name performed by Marvin Gaye. Is there a cooler MF at this point probably in the world than Marvin Gaye? Probably not, but you know, definitely top five, but killer stuff right there and a great mood piece that soundtrack is. I highly recommend checking that one out. Next thing we got up here is kind of a one-off as well, definitely a true odd and end. And much like a lot of people around my age first heard this song and discovered it, via this speaking of one of the great soundtracks of all time i feel like the boogie night soundtracks and i did say soundtracks plural volume one and volume two some of the best soundtracks ever and kind of did that tarantino thing where it turned me on to a lot of stuff i'd never heard before and some obvious stuff too you can't not have the obvious stuff i mean you don't want to be a total asshole but this is one of those kind of forgotten songs for sure because i'd never heard it up to that point and it's from 1972 and, you know, a lot of people might consider this to be like a disco song, but disco really hadn't started yet. I'm sure it was looming, but this is just a funk R&B song, and it's also an instrumental in a sense. There's vocals on there, but nothing that's really, you know, written or trained, if you will, but you'll get the idea. So the name of this group, even though apparently it was just like one dude or whatever that did it under an assumed name, the group is called the Chaka-Chas. And you'll know this probably when you hear it. This is Jungle Fever. Ay, ay. 
Just pure four minutes and 20 seconds of getting it on right there with the Chuckachas and Jungle Fever. Yeah, better not bring your kids. Okay, moving on here to The Rock and someone that I don't play nearly enough on the show, but this woman is true greatness right here. Susie Quattro. I think this might actually be her first ever single. Uh, she might have had something earlier than this, but this was like her first major single as far as I can recollect. So she comes on the scene here. Massive trailblazer. You got a woman playing pretty decently heavy rock and roll at the time. Plus she's playing her own instrument, writing her own songs. Oh my God. So Susie Quattro definitely blazing the trail for a lot of women down the road. And they'll tell you just as much. Susie is greatness. And she kicks ass on top of that. So here you go. 1972. Susie Quattro doing this song right here. It's called Rolling Stone. Susie Quattro right there with Rolling Stone, single only release from 72. Also a Mickey Most production, which he did some of Donovan's best stuff. Just a great producer. Some stuff with Jeff Beck and, and whatnot. But yeah, Susie Quattro, Rolling Stone, produced by Mickey Most. Fun stuff right there. Let's stick with the European stuff pretty much till the very end. We're going to do all Euros, 
because they're just really having a moment here. I mean, the Euros have always contributed to rock and roll pretty much no matter what, but I feel like there wasn't a cooler place to be living as far as the rock scene goes than in 1972, and they were just on fire. All these songs you're going to hear right now pretty much puts the exclamation point on that. So I played The Sweet on a handful of episodes already on the odds and ends. I said they had three killer singles out in 1972. So I've already played Little Willie and Papa Joe. So we got to do this one for sure. One of the great sweet singles of all time. Turn it up. This is Wig Wham Bam. Right, the sweet right there with Wigwam Bam. What hooks those guys had. Just killer, killer stuff. Chin and Chapman, those guys were geniuses. And speaking of great rock and roll, we're sticking with the Euros and we're sticking with great rock and roll here on Rock Strikes 10. Done a handful of back-to-backs here on the odds and ends of 1972 and I'm going to do another one right here. Not because I'm lazy, just because it makes sense and you got to hear these back-to-back. So these are back-to-back single releases from one of the great rock and roll bands of all time, Slade, 
And you might hear something from Slade coming up on the top 50 albums, but also realize that they had two monsters that were released on their own in 1972. We're going to start off the set with this one right here. This is Look What You Done.
What a two for that was. Two great singles from Slade from 1972. We started with Look Watch You Done and Bringing It Ohm with Take Me Back Ohm. Wow. Wow. And just to show you just how happening the Euros were at this point. So Look What You Done, it says here in the UK pop singles charts that peaked at number four. And then with that momentum, Take Me Back Ohm comes out and it goes number one. And just to put it in perspective, us lamos over here in the U.S. Take me back home. Peaked at 97. <laughs> That's horrendous. Like, oh man, radio stations are playing like James Taylor or some bullshit like that, and they're not playing Take Me Back Home. That's absolute shit. And another band that didn't make it on rock radio in the states in the U.S. is this band right here. And I'm so mad. I'm gonna do another twofer. But you got to do a twofer with these guys as well. One of the great unsung heroes of late 60s, early 70s British rock and roll. They combined garage rock, psychedelic rock, and proto-metal. And I think they should get a lot of credit in all those areas. But they really don't seem to, even nowadays. If you know, you know. It's one of those bands, some of my favorite bands of all time, like Cheap Trick and Kiss. They worship at the helm of this band right here who started it for them great band called the move featuring a very young roy wood and jeff lynn who 
would of course go on to do great things together and on their own. And I, I might say there's so many great songs by the movie. You really should dive into their stuff. Songs like Blackberry Way and Wild Tiger Woman and Feel Too Good. They're some of the best songs you'll ever hear ever, in my opinion. Uh, but man, if this is, I, you know, I'm gonna have to look it up. I need to look it up while I'm playing these songs. If this is a double A side, this might be the best double A side of all time after Buzzcocks double a side that i love so much but i'm gonna find out for you but until then we're gonna kick things off this great twofer by the move and uh, you might recognize this song too because this song is so great it would be re-recorded later on by electric light orchestra with jeff lynn and if you're a big cheap trick nerd you'll also recognize the second song in this set so turn it up as loud as you can this is the move Baby's 
probably going to have to do a show now about the greatest double A sides of all time, but that would definitely be in there. If not the best one ever, that was the move. We started things off with Do Ya, which of course ELO would do later on. And also Ace Fraley would have a big cover with it later on as well. And we finished off with California Man, which a lot of people might know that as a cheap trick song, but it was originally done by the move. So in the United Kingdom, on the Harvest label, California Man was the A side and Do You was the B side. And then in America, when they released it months later, Do You was the A side and California Man was the B side. But once again, it really is just a double A side because those two songs are amazing. And once again, just to shake my head and, and try to figure out just how lame we were in 1972 in the United States, Do You peaked at number 93. Okay, I'm not saying this to depress you in any way. I'm just kind of giving some perspective on, gee, if we'd have shined the spotlight on more stuff like Slade and The Move, then I would probably say that it was the best year ever in rock and roll. But failing those bands worldwide is a big sin to me. Okay, off the soapbox, let's finish up the odds and ends of 1972 with this guy right here. He's already appeared on the odds and ends episodes here that I've done. But once again, just giving respect to the king of rock and roll, who is alive and active during this year. It's just, a, it seems weird to think that, you know, I, I realize that he died in the late 70s, but in 72, he's still putting out killer stuff like this. And it's a guy you still definitely want to go see live. So, I, you know, I know this is considered one of his best songs ever, and this is from 1972, so he wasn't done making good music in the 70s. Uh, matter of fact, some of my favorite Elvis songs are from the 70s, and this one proves my point and a lot of other people's opinions. So closing off the odds and ends of 1972, this is Elvis and Burnin' Love.
Right, Elvis right there, closing off the odds and ends of 1972 with Burning Love. Great stuff right there. I hope you've enjoyed these odds and ends episodes, all four parts of them representing the year 1972. You've heard some killer music, and you got five more episodes of killer music from 1972 to come because I'm going to count them down, in my opinion, scientifically ranked the top 50 albums of 1972. So what will be number one? I suppose if you Googled 1972 full-length albums, you might be able to figure it out in advance. If you know me, I'm sure you could get a spoiler pretty easily there, but you're going to hear some great stuff. So join me, won't you? Till then, stay tuned for my better half, Nola, with the plugs and the best damn outro song in all the podcasting business. Take it away, Nola. We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, we give our cats Ruby and Ripley a treat. We are on Twitter at RockStrikes10 and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have RockStrikes10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high-quality, soft-as-heck, next-level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message for more details or to order. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going all the way back to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, check out some of these other quality shows. The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative. The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. And the I Am Vinyl Podcast with Pete LaRussa and occasionally Joey. We also highly recommend that you check out our good friend Mark Striegel, who can now be heard exclusively on SiriusXM as part of Ozzy's Boneyard and Hair Nation. Last, but certainly not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRussa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent ya. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun. Game show is brought to you by Christ. I can't find it. The hell with it.